What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. As always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we're coming at you with five expert workout strategies every lifter ought to know, uh, beginner and advanced. So we took some time and, you know, we said, listen, like we think we got a lot of people listening to this podcast that know what's going on, you know, a ton of personal trainers, coaches, uh, you know, athletes, as well as a lot of people that are just starting out. So, you know, we really work hard to make sure that no matter where you are in your journey, that this is going to be a very beneficial podcast for you, because at the end of the day, you know, we want to help you become fitter, healthier and happier in every which way. And with these five workout tips, you're going to be blown away but why waste time talking about how great they are let's just jump right into them and number one is just to make sure you are utilizing adequate rest time and you're probably like how is this advanced this is easy but bear with me so a huge mistake i see people doing especially new people in the gym is they're blowing through that workout. You know, sometimes I'll be squatting and I'll be with someone who's new and they'll go through three or four movements before I've even finished my squats. And they're like, why do you take so much rest? Like, you need to work harder, Josh. Like, go faster with it. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's a huge misconception to think it's better just to run through a workout faster, uh, you know, to keep your heart rate, whatever, which way you want to call it, um, consider it. Our goal with working out is to achieve hypertrophy, right? To achieve that challenge of lifting a weight, um, you know, and fatiguing a muscle to help it grow and build to change your composition as well as our strength. We're not able to do that at a full capacity if we're rushing through it. Great example, um, we were rock climbing just the other day. Um, I've been encouraged from people that are way better than me that when I'm climbing that if I fail, even if I fail early, to take a little bit of time, let myself reset before trying again. And you know, you can absolutely understand why that is. You know, if I told you to climb up a cliff and if not, you'd fall to your demise. And you know, if you could, you'd want to be as rested as you could, right? We know we have a diminished capacity when we don't have that ability to be fully rested. So that's why with working out, the easiest rule of thumb I like to give clients is till your heart rate comes down. So if I finish a set of, let's go Kyle, that was, and I, I shouldn't jump into it at all, right? I should be able to maintain a position of a conversation. And that's generally a good rule of thumb that your heart rate is down. And you want to just give your muscles ability and time to recover, right? Um, if I'm benching, you know, whatever I'm benching, maybe I can hit 315 for eight reps on a really good day. If I tried and put that bar down, you gave me 10 seconds, I went again, I'd probably get one rep. You give me three, four minutes, I'll be able to get that going so long story short i'd recommend kind of taking at least a minute even if you are a newer lifter so you can really go at it with 110 percent and then that way you can really make the most out of that movement and a general rule of thumb that we like is for most like accessory movements so things that aren't compounds or if you are a newer lifter you know take about 60 to um you know 120 seconds so one to two minutes um somewhere in there you know for some of you it might be 90 seconds it might be less it might be more play with it and listen to yourself but for compounds like bench squat deadlift especially as you do get stronger and you have more of a capacity you might find you're taking three four or five minutes you know even for me if i'm lifting well over 500 pounds like it's just so fatiguing on my system that i need to take as much time and you know a great bonus tip we have is you know ask yourself do i believe i can do this just as well as i did the previous set or better and if the answer is yes then you're pretty much good to go yeah i just think man josh nailed that one so well we're on the same page there but i see it happens so often just rushing through the movements all right 20 minutes i'm done it's just like i think a lot of people come from that mindset of like high intensity training or like the boot camp classes where you're told to just like keep going keep going like crossfit as well uh, i think could be a good maybe like 
um, I guess you could say example for stuff like this, but you know, I know they do different things, but I'm just saying like, take your rest. Like there's just so many different benefits, you know, of just taking that proper rest time. And even like some people are like, wow, like even for myself, I'm like, you really have to catch yourself and, and realize like, oh wow, like, am I actually like, even if you've been doing it for five years to this day, you know, up to 10 years now, I'm just like, oh, I think I rushed through that a bit too quickly. I'm going through these movements a bit too quick. Like I'm in a rush here. Like I get there's some situations here and there, but it's very easy to just kind of constantly push through those movements without, uh, you know, taking that, uh, required rest time. So yeah, that was super well said. Jumping into number two is just having a toughness scale to monitor your progression. So a lot of people, once again, when it comes to, and I got asked this the other day, which was a great question. Hey coach, I'm wondering like how many for my Apple watch, like should I be keeping track of how many active calories I'm doing? Like how, how should I be doing this? And that is something that could give you some okay information of how your workout went, but there are a lot of other tools, right? And that's going to bring us into the two things that a lot of people use. We personally use RIR, which is reps and reserve. So essentially, let's say, you know, you're doing a certain exercise. We want to get to the point where you have, let's say two reps left in the tank, you know, reps and reserve. That's the, that's the term we're using um, for a specific exercise. Sometimes we might say, okay, let's go to failure, which will be zero RIR reps in reserve. So using this as an indicator helps you consistently get some progressive overload, keep pushing more weights, keep challenging yourself. And I always like to use this as like, okay, now if you had a gun to your head, how many more reps could you do? Because this is a completely different question. I find, as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, I think a lot of people aren't challenging themselves as much as they could. And the answer may have been, oh, I could do six reps. Um, but now you're going to be like, okay, I could do like two, right? So like, because you have that gun to your head, like you're like, okay, I'm going to push myself. So it does sound pretty extreme, but using these indicators can help you challenge yourself, can help you just make sure that you're pushing yourself. And then on the other hand, a lot of other people use uh, RPE, which is just rate of perceived exertion. So this is a different scale, just like kind of on a, on an opposite spectrum. So like a 10, a 10 out of 10 would be max effort. Like you literally couldn't do any more. You can't maintain this for like just you're unable to talk, right? A nine on the RPE scale would be very hard. You know, like you're you're at a max. Um, it's very difficult to maintain this intense exercise. You guys get the point, right? So if you're always pushing yourself at a three RPE, uh, you know, which is like super light and you could do for hours, you're probably not challenging yourself. But just keeping these things in the top of your head because people are like, oh, what weight should I be using? How many calories should I be burning? But these two tools, in my opinion, will help you progress way more and help you know how much weight to use and just uh, continue to get to that next level, not just for strength, but overall progress absolutely kyle knocked that one out of the park and this is such a big one you know otherwise it's really easy just to be in there running through movements making no progression being unsure if you're going in the right direction so to kind of tackle this and have those systems and those scales just goes such a long way and i think that brings us really really well into number three which is keeping track of your weights daily so even when you want to be lazy with it and you want to be like, oh, i already know what weights i'm using i'm not going to record it recording it is just so helpful it's like okay i did this last week can i up this yeah it was pretty easy last week and i'm going to go up and then you record it down and you know exactly where you're at and especially today we just filmed the live stream and we we're talking about how different machines can vary from gym to gym and and even for me, I had forgot, um, I do record my app, but I didn't update it, what weight I use for my home gym, because it's a double uh, cable system, it's an older machine, it's not very well lubricated, so it's a lot harder. So I actually had the wrong weight there, and I wasted a bit of time trying to figure out that weight. So by knowing exactly what you did last time, where you want to progress to, and to kind of know how it was, is such a valuable thing. So great ways to do this, you can use app rep count, we have no affiliation, it's just a free app, and it's really good to use. You can just use a notepad on your phone, you can actually print 
out workouts. You could use paper to do it. There's so many different things you could do that do go a long way. And that is just an easy thing you can do to give yourself uh, points of progression. And even past that, make sure you're taking physique photos. Make sure you're doing your measurements. Make sure you have so many systems to see, am I progressing? progressing? Am I making that change I want to achieve? And that will go such a long way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this one, like just too many people are just going in and picking random weights. And, and, and the thing is like also, you know, using that scale is important, but then also realizing like, wow, last week I was doing 95 pounds on the lap pull down and you go into the gym and you know, you're just, you don't really remember what it is and you just go by the feeling. Like it's very possible. Like it's hard to remember everything you were using. So just simply keeping track. Some people like to use a pen and paper. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of that cause it just gets messy, but using an app for me or at least even a notepad so you can consistently refer back to. I mean, I'm just, I'm more of a fan of it, but whatever works best for you, right? And that's going to bring us into uh, number four is using the proper rep, rep range uh, for your specific goals. Now, where a lot of people struggle and go wrong is that just that they simply think that there's a specific range for them, right? We always talk about myth busting tips and stuff, but you know, someone will say, Hey, I'm only doing 15 to 20 reps. That's what burns the muscle and tones me up. And you know, I just, one of my biggest things is let's start lifting heavier and let's start doing less reps and do a combination, right? So each rep range does have its purpose, which I think Josh will probably jump into in a second, but you know, just simply like once again, that one to five range, that six to 10 range or sorry, six to 12 range, um, that 12 to 15 range, you know, I just think every single one of them has so many benefits and you have to take that into consideration that a proper training routine is going to have a good mixture. I'd say for the most part of all, all of those aspects. So definitely something to keep in mind here. Yeah, and even taking another level, utilize daily underlying periodization DUP within all your routines. Um, so the reason it's so beneficial, this is when you do similar movements and similar rep schemes, but different. So one week I might uh, periodize my routine by doing a flat dumbbell bench press. The next week I might do an incline dumbbell bench press. And the benefits of this are, and me and Kyle are huge believers in not needing to always change things up. Like if you're doing a routine, you should really be following that routine for 90 days. If you're swapping routines every week or just doing random things or not allowing yourself to progress on a routine, you're really selling yourself short. You need to become masterful in it, right? Yes, it's cool doing new things. Yes, doing brand new movements can create new levels of soreness. It can do different things like that, but you're actually gonna put yourself behind. You need time to really get good at it, right? It's like, you know, if you do cook a new recipe once, it's gonna be, eh, it's gonna be pretty good. It's gonna be cool, it's new, but the more you do it, you know, like when you think of your grandparents, your parents' famous XYZ recipe, like they have had so much repetition, so much mastery that they nail it. And working out is the same, right? By me following a dedicated routine and, you know, really trying to get masterful of movements, I can get stronger, I can kind of put them in my bank, but I can do that and I can make it exciting by like I said periodizing week to week so one week flat one week I'm doing kind of like the similar but different variation of an incline dumbbell press and then maybe one week I'll do or I'll do flat dumbbell for both week but one week I'll do eight reps one week I'll you know push a little bit more volume and go towards 15 reps so there's so many different cool ways you can take this and a really good routine will have this you know even adding on to that like good powerlifting based routines you're going to do a lot of percentage based training you're going to kind of lean into some higher aspects of that but it's so, so important that you do think about this and you utilize these different rep schemes and you train for strength, you train for isolation, hypertrophy, all these different mechanisms are gonna be keys to get you going. And even on top of that, people will take it a layer deeper. They'll do activation exercises. They'll you know improve mobility for areas that are really uh, stingy and preventing progress for other things. So these are all great considerations to have and I'm super happy Kyle brought this up. Yeah, absolutely. And, And, uh, you know, before I jump into the next tip, I just want to go ahead and say, you know, if you're like, 
this is firing me up. You know, I want to be an expert with my fitness, health, and happiness. We want you to DM us the keyword my time because if you feel it's your time, it really is. We want you to get the best results possible. We want you to go from good to great. We want you to achieve everything we know you can achieve in your transformation. And we want to be a big part in helping out with that. So go ahead and message us on Instagram saying my time so we can tell you more about our coaching, how to get started, and how we're going to be an absolutely transformative mechanism in your life. Um, but for my next tip and what we're going to jump into number five is to utilize rest days and deload so very often i get asked you know what do you do to recover you do all these different things you're working out five days a week you know for pretty much 75 minutes consistently you're doing cardio you're doing all these different sports you're doing all these different activities you're running a business like how do you stay on top of it and you know the first tip i like to give for recovery uh, most importantly is to utilize your rest days you know you're not doing yourself a favor by doing more and never resting uh it doesn't matter if you're out working someone or you think you are you're going to be tired you're going to be diluting the quality of each of your workouts and even a deload for instance the reason i love deloads is my clients will say they're so boring i hate them like why can't i just go back training hard i'm like that's good you know you want to want to go to the gym you want to bring up intensity you want that feeling of uh you know grinding through a good set and that can be a good reminder for that so that's something to kind of keep on the top of your mind and then same for rest days you're giving your body uh, the ability and capacity to recover and grow and just the same you can use as an active rest day you can try something new get new mental stimulus new mental activity and that can be so valuable and can definitely be a great consideration to have and you know, I used to be one of those people as like, I'm, I need to go six, seven days a week consistently. Now I've kind of found five to be the sweet spot for me. Some people are built different and they can crush six just as intense, but really know yourself, be honest with yourself and try and be as impactful with every workout, every set, every rep, and it will go such a long way. And then even on top of that, you know, taking care of yourself mentally, are you minimizing stress? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you doing what you can to recover? Even for some people, you know, some people just feel so refreshed after a nice, long, warm, hot shower. You know, you feel like it calms you, relaxes your muscles, all these different things. That's great. Like everyone's different. Some people need a massage every week. Some people need X, Y, Z, you know, just know yourself and know the level of recovery you need from what you do. And that can be such an extra added advantage. Yeah. And realize that a lot of times, uh, less is more, right. And that's where I think, uh, you know, having conversations with people in the past is, you know, they're spending endless time just doing all this stuff, trying to get to that next level, hour plus of cardio a day, hour and a half, two hours of lifting. And, you know, they're not seeing the results that they deserve. And a lot of times it's just being smart with the routine and making sure it's like the most impactful movements that focuses on all these fundamentals that we talked about, but also, Hey, when there's a rest day, take the rest day, right? You know, I'm not saying, you know, if you want to go for a walk or a hike, like stuff like that, I, you know, I, I love active rest days and I don't think there's been one day where I haven't done some sort of movement in the past few years, truthfully, but it is important. Hey, especially for strength training, take a bit of a break, allow your body to, to grow. Right. And you know, it's always been said that you are like Josh said, like growing, like when you're sleeping, when you're, you know, recovering, when you're taking that rest day, like it's, it's not the days that you're just constantly beating yourself up and, you know, um, pushing those like muscle fibers just to pure exhaustion and ripping them up and stuff that's leading to the growth. It's kind of when you're actually relaxing and allowing yourself to just chill out a little bit. So, you know, for some people who can't chill, I think this will be a good uh, reminder to kind of just really use those deloads. Even if you don't feel like you necessarily are dying for one, it definitely will help you out with just uh, allowing your, your body and your, uh, your just overall lifting schedule get to that next level. So yeah, that was super well said. Uh, everything Josh said there, you know, I, I really hope this helped a lot of people. In fact, I know it did make sure to message us on Instagram at Colossus 
Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. If this is your time, if you want to take your workouts to the next level, your training, your just overall consistency, you know, every aspect of your lifestyle between water intake, between, you know, supplements and like whatever else that we're going to prescribe for you based off of your situation. That's, that's how you get the best results. All these things, Everything needs to be customized towards your body type, towards when you send us those photos, when, you know, you have a conversation and say, hey, I can only work out three times versus, you know, Josh might do five, but we're going to prescribe something for you based off of your situation. So we'll take care of you. We appreciate you all. Thanks for making it this far and hopefully you guys have a great Thursday. Cheers.